Hey, we, Coach Tim here, Spider Cave Studios, Torrance, California. I wanted to share with you something that will help you be a better content marketer. And if you're a better content marketer, that's ubiquitous. That means you are better on your website, you're better on all the other accoutrements to your marketing that's out there all your entities wherever you can syndicate or place content through syndication uh, and or through persona using the 4d marketing model so what will make you a better content marketer well number one is realizing why you're doing it why are you doing content um, there's a lot of psychology behind it. Most of us think we're doing content for SEO purposes. If that's the only reason you're doing it, then you're doing it wrong. Uh, Google doesn't pay you or me anything. What we want is for an end user, a reader, a website visitor, a social media person uh, uh, to notice, to notice, and in their ADD, they go, oh, or a light bulb goes off, and they go, oh, that makes sense. Who was that guy? Oh, yeah, Tim. He, he's, uh, I remember seeing something else he put before about... Something about content or SEO or advertising or something. I'm going to mark him. I'm going to keep following him. And you're on your way. And there's a million ways to be followed. Right? The old way was emailed, uh, RSS uh, readers, um, social media is, is the, the newer way. Um, but more and more we are up against the ADD of the swipe on the phone has created us a bunch of people ourselves included to have the attention span of a goldfish now seriously I'm not kidding uh, Microsoft did a study on that and in fact we have less of an attention span than a goldfish so we're all suffering from ADD and part of it is the glory of living in the world we live in which is massive, massive access to, to information. And the spoils in the future will go to those who know how to uh, filter through the mass information overload that is um, because of the Internet. And... Within it all is good and bad. The good is we have access to tons of information. The bad is, is, is that it needs to be filtered. And part of that is Google. They're filtering what we see. So if I keep going to sites about uh, orange football teams, I'll eventually keep getting in my results when I, I talk about sports even maybe uh, stuff about orange football teams it, it has done uh, some of the work for me 
to make it quicker for me to consume the information. So that's what we need to do. But we also need to understand why we're doing this, this information, this, this content. And it's to create uh, followers. And a lot of times we think that we just need to um, talk about that which we sell. When in fact we can talk about anything we want. It's, it's, it's a free world, right? But is my audience interested in my fishing trip? Maybe some of them. Maybe some of them. You know, they might be fishermen and women too. Or on my, are they interested in my, uh, my cruise? Maybe. Probably. It, what it does is it humanizes you. And I've talked about this in the past. Uh, we are desperate for connection. At the same time, making connection harder than ever. And so the more human that, that we seem, uh, the better and easier it is. And so um, what I am suggesting to you is a couple things. Be interesting. How do you, okay, how do, there's that one of those global words. How do you be interesting? What makes you uniquely you? keep talking about this in different venues um one of the things i think is is a real good platform to look at there was a book uh, a couple years ago scott adams the guy who does the dilbert cartoons uh is a pretty smart marketer he's a pretty smart uh nero marketer and understands how we humans tick pretty well. And he basically diagnosed the Trump uh, way of getting the media uh, to the tune of, I think, a a billion bucks uh, to fund his campaign uh, for, you know, basically for free uh, in 16. So it isn't all about just Trump, Trump, Trump. It's about uh, psychological ways that we um, we do things or we don't do things. And um, so one of the things he brings up is, and I think he's brought it up in his other books, it's called a skill stack. We all have skill stacks. You have an experience, an experiential level that nobody else on earth has that makes you special. And I bet you're not putting it out there. If you notice, I say Coach Tim. Is it Coach Football Tim or Coach Consulting Tim? Hmm. Right? Uh, So there's a lot packed into me being Coach Football Tim, right? Volunteerism. uh, Being able to move large amounts of individuals, i.e. leadership, i.e. culture building. Uh, There's a lot in that. there is also through my podcast, you see, I've got a lot of big name friends. 
So it's a way of name dropping and social proof uh, and authority framing without actually having to say, look at me, look at me, look at me, which is what most people do when they're advertising. They start there with the glitzy stuff. Uh, I say do the glitzy stuff last, if at all. Because you probably don't need to. Once once they people connect to you, the human, it's too easy because there's no other humans. Everybody else is doing glitz. They're doing faux. And so getting back to content, what do you do? What do you do is you give them ahas. As I said to uh, my partner years ago, um, my ex-real estate partner, Mike, uh, I was explaining some stuff for him on, uh, at the time we both were partnered on a for sale by owner real estate site, which was the number one for sale by owner site in probably the world. And at least in the U.S. And I was explaining some of the stuff, technically how it works, and I could see his, his eyes glass over. And so I said, I, I told him right then and there, I go, Mikey, uh, you know what, for now on, I got to give you your medicine rolled up in a donut. <laughs> and it's funny, he'll bring that up every once in a while when we talk. Uh, he, and he never forgot that. And so that's what you have to do. You have to quote, kind of dumb down what you're, you're doing so that the people are not, you know, they're listening to you so they can learn, but they're also listening. They're at the place wherever they're at in their education. And, and a lot of them, if you're a service person, they don't, they don't want to know how to do your business. You know, if, if I'm learning about uh, cosmetic um, augmentation, let's just say, um, I, I, you know, I'm not a do-it-yourselfer. If I'm getting, looking, listening, or learning about dental implants, I'm not a do-it-yourselfer. I'm not going to implant my own teeth, right? If I'm a realtor, I, you know, I... Probably, I'm not, you know, I might get a few for sale by owner, do-it-yourself type, cheapo types. But mostly, I'm, I'm getting people who just want to understand the process. And so, that's where you need to kind of drop down off the sophistication pedestal, uh, off the stage, and get down amongst the people and speak from their perspective to have empathy for your audience so that they can um, can attach to you so what is it about you that's so special what is your skill stack and within that are stories stories that people can embrace and love about you that's more than just what you do because you know I hope this doesn't hurt but what you do uh, at least in their people's eyes are no different than anybody else and even though you might be the best person at what you do in the world until they the people that you want to sell to embrace you hug you for who you are and what you stand for. What do you stand for? 
Seriously, what do you stand for? People stand for things. People, real people, have opinions. Real people believe in things. And the less it sounds like you believe in just selling crap to people, the more likable you'll be. The more you try to help. I mean, I'll give you an example. I, I recently was... I met what some people might call a whale. And I probably consulted, without calling it consulting, uh, consulted probably a couple grand worth of, of time before we even got to the point where, you know, he wanted to, to marry up. I call that the, um, you know, you, you go to a coffee date first before you, you try to marry, you know. And, you know, you got to get the first base before you can get a home run, if you remember that old analogy. So, you know, you give a little bit. And it doesn't always have to be the business stuff. It can be just insider stuff, you know, which is kind of business. But, you know, if you're a realtor, oh, man, I was at this and that place and you know if you ask for the such and such deal it's a really great deal be a man uh, or woman of the neighborhood if you're uh, a, a dentist or a doctor you can talk about tips that are not so medical that someone could do at home While saying now when you do, you know, and say when you do your six months checkup, this is what you, you need to do in between. You know, so you're still prescribing your services and your value, but you're not making it like a lot of people make it where you, there's only one way that this will work. There's only one answer, which we all know now in the medical world, there's lots of answers. And a lot of the answers have nothing to do with the doctor. So if you're not willing to admit that you have competition and you're a doctor, then you're soon to be out of business. Uh, so you need to admit that the, there are these things, even like a roller. You can admit, hey, there's you could sell by FISBO. Here's how to do it. Here's what I would do if I was to sell my house without a realtor. And now you'll attract every do-it-yourselfer on earth, but you'll, of course, make it so it shows all the pain and the uh, hard work it takes to do that. You want people to go a couple things. You want at least an aha in every paragraph or two. And an aha, I call it the light bulb moment. Most people won't listen to this podcast but hopefully there's an aha, there's a light bulb moment in the beginning or in the middle or at the end that they will remember. And that's all that matters. Mission accomplished. Same thing on an article, on your site, on your, on your social media. And not everything needs to be profound. But what is the, what is the persona that you're looking to put out there? What is it? Define it. Write it down. Now, I'm going to 
start opening up consults on persona building uh, that includes all kinds of stuff that, that will help uh, you, my clients, build into a personality to be the Colonel Sanders, so to speak, of your business. Uh, a lot of people are just walking stereotypes, you know. In other words, if you're a dentist, uh, do you look like a stereotypical dentist? If you're a realtor, are you the stereotypical realtor? Are you the cliché? You Lawyer, are you the cliché? Plumber, are you the cliché? You can't be a cliché. You can't be a stereotype when you're a person. So that's step one. So hopefully this has been helpful. Hopefully this will help you build content. Um, I, I will mention, I did not mention, what are your frequently asked questions? That's always, it all, that's the easiest way to start. But within that, make it ahas. Make it light bulbs. What's the light bulb? And in order to get to that light bulb, you have to have empathy. You have to walk in your, your prospects and clients' shoes and be them for a moment. Get out of your sophisticated mindset and dumb it down to their level of education that they're at about your service, about the pain they're going through, okay? And try to bring it down to that level. And then your communications, again, simple light bulbs and simple light bulbs like with my fr friend mike my buddy mike this was we're going on 20 years okay when i first introduced that concept to him i gotta roll your medicine up in a candy or a donut and he'll still say that back to me 20 years later okay in other words i own a space in his brain that's what you want to do this is Coach Tim, Spider Cave Studios, Torrance, California, with another awesome podcast. Hey, get number one.